Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. So, stoners, here I am, live from Los Angeles. And Brandy just said she needs 15. Insane. She's just talking about professional. 15, are you for real right now? So I thought I'd just start the party without her. And tell you all how excited I am that we are having on Joshua Hapt. And I have to be honest, girls. I first came to know who he is because of his wife. And she uh, has a company, which he, of course, is also a part of, and it's called Plant Love Naturals. I am freaked about it. So they sent me some recently, and I hadn't had a chance to try it because I've been in Nashville. And so when I got back to L.A., I had this, first of all, the branding's insane. So I see this beautiful, like, box that is just, honestly, it's cute. It's pretty. It is just good, good packaging. And so, and it said plant love and I just thought it was so cute and I hadn't had a chance to use it, but today I woke up and my neck was killing me and that hasn't happened in forever. And I saw, I don't, didn't know what was going on. And I was just like feeling so awful. And I ended up opening this box of the plant love and there was a roll on in there that says uh, full spectrum CBD pain relief roll on. I literally rolled that on my neck and within three to five minutes, my neck hasn't hurt the rest of the day. I swear by this, this roll on. It was amazing. So anyway, I love this. Josh says he first became interested in marijuana as he was looking for ways to treat his epilepsy. And he'd been diagnosed at just 14 with epilepsy. It's so crazy because today he is the chief cultivation officer at Schwazi and he runs one of the most profitable grows in the country and is worth millions. So I think that's just so cool that that is why he actually became interested in marijuana because I I talk about a lot. That's why I feel, you know, it is a plant and there's so many things that it can be used for that is just so good. And I really want people that can bring light to that. And so I'm so excited to have him on. Anyway. Okay. Since Brandy is still hanging me out to dry, we should talk about maybe some of my baked goods, which I have to tell you all, I bought this for like hoping that my hair would not get all tangled at night and I wouldn't have to wash it as much. And so I bought this slip silk pillowcase and I'm honestly obsessed with it. It is so good. And I actually do feel like that my hair, like right in the crown, I sleep on the side and then sometimes on the back, but like honestly where I sleep, my hair is always just 
it just looks terrible. And so it really does help. And I've also heard that it's really good uh, for wrinkles because of this. Honestly, it sounds like crap. I don't know. But anyway, it's great for the hair. And if that is true about the wrinkles, great too. And also it is just like cool, like on your face. Like I swear, like I've even been sleeping better, but it's on Amazon. It's the slip silk pillowcase. And I actually love it. I got it in like a blushy pink and it is just really pretty. So that's one of my baked goods. And then the other, oh, or maybe I'm just on a silk kick because the other thing that I ordered, and I honestly thought I was ordering one and it came with like 10 of these silk masks. Cause let's be real, like vaccine or no vaccine, we're sp still supposed to be using a mask, even if we've been vaccinated so I think we're going to be in that for the long haul. They are so good. And I just like bought it because it had great reviews. But like you can get them in different colors, but I got the black silk and it just feels so good. It has almost like a little, I don't know, like cush, cushy to it, <laughs> but like it's silk and it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's like thick a little bit, not like thin silk, which I feel like also is protective. And it's because I, it has a lining inside. So I don't know. It just gives it the best feeling and I can breathe so easy in it. So anyway, I just want to put these up because honestly, they are life changing when it comes to masks. I am so obsessed with them. One more baked goods, guys. So I have to be honest. I accidentally, probably because I was stoned ordered this and then sent it <laughs> to my address in Nashville and I'm definitely in LA. And so then I just, I haven't received the, the other one to my, my address here, but Brandy always makes fun of me for only drinking Dunkin' Donuts coffee, but it's my fave. And then now everybody's saying the Keurig with your little plastic things, like you're is heating up plastic and now that's not good, which it's always something. So Brandy has been doing pour over coffee, which to me just sounds like fancy. But anyway, I, first of all, it's time. I feel like it's a little time consuming, but I actually saw one and I was like, honestly, brand too. like, that's just not pretty for my kitchen. <laughs> So I went on Amazon and looked for pour overs that actually I liked the way they look too. And I found one that is so pretty and great reviews and I can't wait to try it. So if you are doing pour over coffees, I have got the coffee pot for you. So I will put that up and it's pretty. It's actually called satin copper. And honestly, Brandy's coffee does always taste better than mine. It just different. And so I'm really excited. So anyway, if you guys get it and try it, let me know what you think. I've already done my baked goods. Um, Great. My baked goods. I've already introed our guests. You have? Yeah. Wow. And we say that I carry the podcast. Look at you go. I'm just all over it. You are. Well, that's great because I had just been at the barn for hours upon hours. Well, I did say I'm going to give you a break because it is, you've been iced in. You did not take your car to the bottom of the driveway and no. Randy's driveway is very steep. So she actually has not been able to get out of her driveway for like a week. It's been brutal. <laughs> not even, it's been more than a week. I, this has been 
This is the 10th day of this. And I did make the mistake of not taking my vehicle to the bottom of the driveway. But in my defense, we put salt on the driveway. And I thought that would at least buy me a day or two. And it did not. Like the driveway was completely covered. Did it maybe already have ice on it? But if it does, the salt is supposed to melt the ice. Hmm. That's the whole point of salt. So I don't know. Whatever. I've been stranded. Today was the first day I got out. And I spent like five hours at the barn. Road star for the first time in 10 days. It was actually really good. And just got home. So much to do. Got a podcast. Got to watch shows. Got a pack for Gulfport. Yeah. You're, you're a busy girl. Also booked my flight to LA. Woohoo! On the I way home. Cannot wait. Also bought a new swimsuit today because I'm going to be getting that suntan in Palm Springs. You are cracking me up. I can't wait for some desert heat. Well, let's hope there is some because you never know about the desert. But I cannot wait to go. It's going to be so much fun. And we're also going to have to go to Thermal to watch a friend of mine has a horse in the Derby. So that's going to be so much fun too. I can't wait till you get here. I know. Can't wait. Can't come fast enough. I'm freezing to death over here. I'm exhausted. I, okay, so Tizzle, I'm not going to lie. I took total advantage of your little fire pit on your back porch last night. Me and Summer, who's been here all week, and then Kirsten and Kavanaugh came over last night. And we sat around your fire pit, even though it was 20 degrees outside. We sat out there with all the dogs and blankets and had, so there's this Mexican restaurant down the street that because of COVID, they started letting you take 32 ounce to go margaritas. (laughs) And it has no one stopped them. So you can still get them. So we each got a 32 ounce marg and sat outside and drank margaritas and had the best time last night. All thanks to the vibe of your back porch and your fire pit. It sounds very cold. It was freezing, but honestly, it was so fun. But I'm a little hungover today. Oh, my goodness. Well, Because I feel like I love the way it looks. And it puts out a little heat, but it does not put out a ton. No, it doesn't. We were cold, but we were having a blast. Yeah. The tequila kept us warm. Have I put that up on my baked goods? Because the fire pit is adorable. It looks amazing. Yeah, I think it'd be worth putting up a second time if we have already, just because it is really great. And for the price, like, it's not that bad. And honestly, let's be real. Like, it is freezing there. But if it were, like, a summer evening or spring evening, like, it puts out plenty of heat. Mm -hmm. Maybe just not in a blizzard. So I'll put that (laughs) up on baked goods as well because it is so good. We did have a great time, though. But I'm a little fuzzy from the tequila little fuzz and okay so I, I don't know like I have had a couple friends tell me this happens to them too but this didn't used to happen to me and all of a sudden in the past couple of years I've gotten to the point where like when I drink more than the equivalent of like two glasses of wine I make wake up in the middle of the night with my heart just racing it's like and I'm I have never had anxiety ever but I'm assuming that this is what anxiety feels like like your heart just racing. And that happened to me last night. I was up from three till four, like almost five o'clock in the morning with my heart just racing. I could not go back to sleep. Uh, Sometimes that does that. My heart does that to me right before I go to sleep for some reason sometimes. Oh, it's terrible. So that's one of the reasons why I hate drinking now, because if I drink just like a little too much, I get that like weird middle of the night anxiety. Yeah, that's no fun. It's not even worth it. No, we had fun last night. That was kind of worth it. (laughs) So what else is happening? So we do have a guest on this episode, but he is going to come on a little bit later. So I thought we would go ahead and get into some Dear MTs before we call the guest in. Great. Great. I think we've got some really good questions this week. 
Hey Queens, huge fan of the podcast. My name's Sarah and I'm looking for some marketing advice from the both of you guys. You have both grown so many brands on your own. Tish, everybody knows you're the brains behind three iconic artists, Miley Noah and Billy Ray. And Brandy, your Instagram feed is completely on fleek and your content is amazing and you have multiple podcasts or dj what are your guys's tips on how to grow a brand and branding and just any marketing tips you guys crush it and i'm excited for your answer love you bye she is everything ah I'm obsessed with her. Sarah, we love you. Honestly, Sarah, the next time Hollywood tells me no and I'm just feeling like crap about myself, which I'm sure will be like this week, I'm going to play her voicemail every single time. That is so good. I'm serious. But honestly, I know my answer. Oh, great. Let's hear it. Consistency. Oh, wow. Deep. No, honestly, I do feel like not that I had a choice. I just kind of got thrown into the management thing. But also, thank you for acknowledging the fact that I that I am the brains behind these because I really think not many people know that. <laughs> well, the stoners know you. You tell us a lot. Okay. Okay. So, but honestly, I do think it is just consistency. I was kind of forced into it because we moved out here and Molly didn't have a manager. And so that just happened. And, you know, I just continued to do it all these years. And I think the more you do things and the consistency of doing things, it just builds confidence. And I think that's the other thing is just for me is finally being confident in like the things that I'm doing. And that was like a growth period for me. But I, even with you brand, I think like with your social media and stuff, for me, it was always hard to be really consistent. And you've always been really good at that. Same thing with the horses. Mm -hmm. Like it's all about consistency for sure. My advice, I actually feel like I'm terrible at branding and building a brand. I feel like I'm all over the place, but thank you, Sarah, for recognizing um, the good things. But I, here's what I'll say. Social media is obviously such a massive part of branding and building yourself and building your business right now. And I am a big true believer in that people gravitate and towards authenticity and connect with people who seem real. And it's listen, it's it's super nice to look at someone's curated grid where it's all one color scheme and it all looks pretty. But at the end of the day, I would rather people connect with me because they think I'm being real and that they can connect with that and relate to that. Like relate. I feel like being relatable is something that is so key with building an audience and really truly connecting with people. And that builds such a great foundation for a brand or a business. Like I think that's a great place to start. So I would just say always be yourself. Yes, it's nice for filters to look pretty and, you know, your grid to look organized. But at the end of the day, I just think, you know, be you and that's how you connect with people online. Look Why at us with the so advice. Smart. <laughs> Look at us with the advice. I like your answer better. Oh, I like your answer. Okay, great. Consistency is key. <laughs> All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. 
So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine lavender sage which is my favorite and they also have toasted coconut and the great thing is is you can use lumi all over your entire body so when you travel it's so much easier just to have one product plus they also have deodorant wipes which are super clutch especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight and they also have body wash which is really cute and it comes in a mini travel size as well Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers and as a special offer for our listeners all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do, too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. Well, this is amazing. I'm so tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted, plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. 
Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. Hello, hello, Tish and Brandy. My name is Emily. I'm calling from Michigan. I absolutely adore both of you. And I just wanted to say that it was so special not only to watch Miley's amazing performance on Sunday, but watching you both support her and sing along was so, so awesome and so special. It looked like you guys had such a fun time, and I'm just so happy for you guys. My question for Dear MT is about baby names. And I know Brandy has kind of teased you about the names that you chose. And I just wanted to ask if there were any other names that you had in mind back in the day when you were having children that you still like to this day, maybe family names, maybe how you felt when Miley decided to change hers. Looking forward to hearing back from you guys. Thank you so much. She's a sweetheart. So cute. Do you know what else I'm going to name Brandy? Oh, here we go. (laughs) Randy. And I think that's so much better. Well, we can drop the B if you want. Uh, no, I'm 33. It's way too late to okay. drop anything. Tawny, which would have been so cute because you kind of have that reddish tint to your hair. Love so that would have been so cute. I don't know if I love that one. Tawny? Fine. I think it's so cute, but really Tawny and Randy and Brandy. I like Randy, especially if it's with an I. So cute. No. Okay. Well, that didn't happen. You got Brandy. Ugh. Even and then with Brazen, I wanted to name Brazen Lucky. Thank God you didn't do that. And I even really liked Lucky for Noah. That was one of my other names for Noah was Lucky. She's so lucky. She's a star, but she can't cry. Okay. Were you mad that Miley changed her name or no? Absolutely not. <laughs> I like I love Miley. I think Destiny Hope was your father's idea. It Are sounds you sure? deep. It does sound deep. Uh-huh. I'm, yeah, it was deep. I have heard him actually. It's supposed, she's thing. supposed to be Destiny Hope because she's supposed to bring hope to the world. Well, Destiny was to bring hope, hope to the to, world. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. And Brazen's was, my son, he's going to have to take a lot of brazen chances like me. Yeah. yeah. Those were not mine. Yeah. Names are hard. They are hard. It's so permanent. Like, I had such a hard time naming Astra. <laughs> I really love Trace's name. I love the name Trace. And I do love the name Noah for a girl. That's good. You did good with a couple of them. I thought those two were the best. Thanks. Lord. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, that's only because I named Brandy after a model who was in a video. And I thought she was so cute. And her name was Brandy. Her name was Brandy Brandt. Yes. And my best friend Kirsten literally has me in her phone as Brandy Brandt <laughs> now that she knows that story. It's the girl that was in Love in an Elevator. Uh-huh. You're so funny. Oh, I should have named you Brandy Brandt Cyrus. <laughs> okay. On to the next. <laughs> Hi, Tish and Brandy. Um, my name is Julia. I'm 21. I live in Connecticut. I love you guys. I love the podcast. Love the family. I'm calling because my best friend and I are planning a road trip for the end of May, right when our semester ends. And we've both been really stressed with work and college and COVID. And so it's really going to be great for our mental health. And we're totally looking forward to it. So the reason that I'm calling is because I know that 
you know, Brandy has done a lot of hiking and camping, and I would wonder if you have any tips or pointers for going to the national parks. We're going to Yellowstone, and I know you've been there. We're going to White Sands in um, New Mexico. I don't know if you've been there, but just general pointers would be great. I would really love to hear from you guys, and, you know, just any tips for the trip would be great. Love you both, and I can't wait for your next podcast. She's taking a road trip. Oh, no, lucky. Julia. Um, okay, here I do. I have I've been to many a national park and I've done Yellowstone. Obviously, I think she knows that. I have not been to White Sands yet, but I want to go so badly. Where's that? It's in I think New Mexico. And it's a newer national park. It's like a brand new one. And um my friend Becca Tilly just went there on her drive home for the holidays. And I saw that she stopped there on the way. And she has this video she posted of like the most beautiful 360 sunset I've ever seen in my whole life in that national park. So I would definitely, you know, just based on Becca's footage, say, make sure you stay for a sunset in White Sands because it looked amazing. Here's the key to national parks. Number one, get there early. Like you have to really to make it worth it, like get up early and get into the parks early because they get more crowded as the day goes on, especially Yellowstone. It gets crazy. And you also like if you're trying to see wildlife, you'll see more wildlife, you know, at the very beginning of the day, like as like right as the sun's coming up and also right as the sun's going down is like your key times to see wildlife. But I'm just a big fan of like starting the day early because once the sun goes down, you can't see anything. So, you know, go to bed early, get up early, start your day early, get into the park before all the tourists. And then I would say my other big thing about national parks that people probably don't know if you haven't been, you don't have cell reception in any of them. It's like the minute you cross through the gate, your cell reception is just gone. I don't know what that's about. I guess because they can't put towers in there maybe. So just be prepared. You can't communicate to anybody on your phone. So get all your emails, text messages done before. I'm feeling like you should have something like a little alarm you can put off if you're lost. Okay, so here, here's what I was going to say. Download an app called All Trails. A-L-L Trails, T-R-A-I-L-S. And it's, it's, ba- it's really for hiking. It's basically an app where you can download hiking trail maps so that they are downloaded onto your phone and you can use them even though you don't have cell reception. Um, mm-hmm. It's like 20 bucks a year for the membership, but it's worth it if you're going to be doing these hikes because even, even in places I've been, like Moab, where we're not inside a national park, the minute you get into a hike, like you don't have any cell reception. Mm-hmm. And the All Trails thing is cool because the GPS somehow still works even though you're not online. So highly recommend that. I would think something like that would work in like Yellowstone as well to help you get around a bit. But when you go through a gate in a national park, they always ask you, do you want a map? Say yes. Take the map. <laughs> like I know you think like, no, I don't need a map. Take the map. It is very You helpful. don't need the map if you have the app. <laughs> I would take both. <laughs> I'm here to tell you you need both. But national parks are really good about signs part. telling you which way to go for what. But just be prepared. Make a plan. Water. Bring water. Yeah, because well, you can buy stuff in the national park, but it's outrageous. So get up early, make a plan, download all trails, and take your park maps. I'm just a pro. Hey, I have a kind of random question. I think probably because I used self-tanner last night without a mitt, and now I have self-tanner all over my hands. But I just wanted, like, recommendations on a good self-tanner that you guys use or you could recommend. And then also, if you have any tips on how to get it off my hands, please let me know. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my God. That was my favorite message I've ever heard. That is so funny. All right, how do we get it off? 
It's so funny, but also if I don't get it on my hand, sometimes I'll just get it on like the side of my thumb or on some random spot that it won't come off. And it's so embarrassing, but I do not have tips on how to get it off your hands. Cause I can never get mine off. Well, but- here's what I would think is if you have any sort of like salt or sugar scrub, I think you could exfoliate it off. Maybe it comes off that easy. Huh? You have to make, you have to do that right after you use it not to get it off once it's baked (laughs) (laughs) okay that also that was the other question (laughs) here we go she asked what our favorite self tanners are oh i was gonna say i think my i have two one is um saint Saint tropez and one that is by sephora and i think they're both these one hours even though i don't use them for that reason i do it at night I really like him. I'm going to put him up on a link. You guys, she really, like, she wears self-tanner every day, so she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, um, I do. But I'm I am do my face and neck. Yeah. Because I'm old and I don't wear short sleeves or short. <laughs> okay, well, I'm the complete opposite. I don't self-tan often, but when I do, I do my entire body because I want it to look real. Like, I don't want to look like, and I wear, I wear swimsuits. So my favorite self-tanner uh, I've been using it for years. It's called Loving Tan. It is so good. It's so good. It's an Australian-based brand, but you can get it. You can get it online. Just Google it. I'm sure you'll find it. And I use I use the medium dark. My mom uses the dark dark. Yeah. But I use the whatever the medium one is. And they have a couple different options. They have a two-hour express, but and then they also they have a two-hour express, and then they have like a normal one you put on the night before, which is the, my favorite. But they also have this really cool lotion. It's called Gradual Tan, and if you use a little bit of it every day, it builds like a really natural-looking color. And I do use that on my legs, and I also think that's good to keep the tan like extended for longer than normal, like once you put it on. If I do my body, that's the one I use as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> And I like it because it's like a mousse, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's kind of moussey. It's like yeah, it fluffy. Is. Yeah. And they give you a mitt. They send yes. you a mitt to apply it so with. So no, no more getting your hands, hands orange. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Their, their tan really isn't orange at all. No. Like it is really a pretty like soft brown. It is pretty. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's not orangey at all. I love it. Loving tan. All right, last one. Hi, guys. My name is Allie. I'm from New Jersey. My question is, what is your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure is definitely salt and vinegar chips. Horrible. I'll eat an entire bag in like five minutes. Yeah, so I'm excited to hear what yours are. All right. Love your podcast. Bye, guys. I mean, if we're going food related, I eat so much raw cookie dough. It is a miracle. I don't have seminal poisoning or whatever it is. Are you for real? <laughs> I love it so much. I blame Kirsten, my friend Kirsten. We we eat so much cookie dough. It's out of control. That's insane. Um, I really love, even though like it's not because I think they're healthy or anything, but there are these just these veggie chips. And I forget. I think oh. it's... You I think it's like, veggie chip. it is not like those straws. Like these are like a veggie chip. I would choose them over a regular potato chip any day. They are so good. And I eat those with uh, peanut M&Ms. <laughs> I eat peanut M&Ms every single solitary day. Ew, this has turned into a munchy moment segment. <laughs> it totally has. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the cookie, okay. d- cookie dough Do we thing. have any more? Proudest moment. That was all for this week. So I am obsessed 
with the show Nashville. You are? Um, it's not that great. You know what? I love those really soapy shows. That mm. I'm, I love it. I'm into it big. I mean, I love Raina and Deacon. Like, I love their characters. Everybody oh. else, it's kind of like, mm, I can leave it, but I do I like love, theirs. I'm loving Hayden in it. She is really good in it. She is so good in it. I yeah, love her. And I really think that the little blonde haired girl, do you remember her? That the girl, the soft spoken girl? Yes. Yeah, she's good too. I love her. She is so cute. You know, and she, I, she in real life is like Australian or something. What? Yeah. So she like, ten, she does like the Southern accent pretty well. well. Yeah. It's like a softer, cuter version of mine. It's like, she is. <laughs> Sounds full on. Yeah. It is, I love her character. I think she's so precious. Yeah. So anyway, our guest is Joshua Happ, famously called the Steve Jobs of weed. Josh is an innovator shaping the future of the marijuana industry. I'm so stoked to try to learn from this guy. Like, he sounds amazing. I need to pick his little brain about lots of things. So Yeah, the get... Steve Jobs of weed. I is, know. That's a big title. I'm into it. That's a huge title. So, yeah, I'm super stoked for him to come on okay very cool well let's get him on the phone that is crazy joshua happed the steve jobs of weed <laughs> hey ladies it's josh hey hey josh. josh hi so i read that the way you got interested in marijuana was because of epilepsy Yep. And growing yep. up i had neighbors and one of their boys had epilepsy so i saw really you know, really close up the effects that that I had on him and his life and just everything. So that's really amazing to me that now, you know, somebody like you can really bring awareness to like the huge medical benefits of it, because that wasn't something like in early eighties that his family would have even considered, you know? And that's, that's, I kind of went through the same gamut there because I was 14 having uh, my first seizure. I woke up in an ambulance and uh, it was no good um, as any seizures are never any fun. But what happened was they just were like, hey, you have epilepsy. We need to put a bunch of stuff, a bunch of medication for you that really is just going to kind of slow your brain down because epilepsy really is a misfire of neurons and electrons. And the, the medical solution for that for a long time was, hey, your brain's too busy. We got to slow it down. And so, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the medication they gave me, the side effects were, you know, bad. It's, it was no fun. Um, one of them was, you know, hair loss. And so I was like, all right, well, let me just lean into that. Let me go ahead and just take care <laughs> of this one. Um, and, and, but, uh, but over the years, it, was, it, was, it became really clear to me that the best way for me to manage my epilepsy was just through some CBD. Uh, was really some CBD as well as a little bit of THC, good sleep, uh, low stress, uh, which goes hand in hand with CBD and THC and, yep. uh, and working out, staying in shape and, you know, and uh, constantly um, challenging myself as an individual with goals as well as uh, both mentally and physically. So those are, those have been kind of the, the secret to it. And there's really no secret. I love sharing it with anybody that I can. And so, so were you able to really not even need medication and use CBD to manage it? Yeah. So I've actually, I'm actually a decade in, into that. So, Whoa. Yeah. So, so no meds at all. And my neurologist signs off on it. He understands what I'm doing. He knows what's yeah. going on and uh, he's very aware. I got kind of a progressive neurologist uh, now. Two decades ago, they were like, no chance, you know, uh, when I first got epilepsy, because I was remember being 17 years old and uh, 16 years old even. And my friends at school were, hey, Josh, you know that you have actually a qualifying condition for being able to grow your own cannabis if you want. And I was like, well, that sounds really cool, but we got to get it passed by. Uh, my, I think he was probably 65-year-old neurologist, and 
let's just say that didn't work out too well. Exactly. Wow. So, that is so amazing though. But yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's really a dream come true with it. And it's been an awesome story to share with others because I do believe that more often than not in life will throw you challenges, especially this last year more than ever. I think we're all yeah. very aware that, you know, uh, nothing's more important than family relationships and friends and really being there for one another to lift each other up as opposed to, you know, hey, let's just accept something for how it is and move on with life. No, let's challenge this. If this doesn't make sense, please, I need you to either have it make sense to me or I need you to be okay with me trying something that does make sense to me. And that was really the the, the tipping point for myself being, gosh, 19, 20, and then like, all right, cool, I'm going to losing my hair. This is, this has been a challenge. I'm still dealing with seizures occasionally. And then I realized too, the other side effects that were coming down the road were like, you know, I'd rather actually have a seizure than deal with those side effects. For sure. (laughs) You know, I even was reading and I didn't dive deep, but I read in the beginning of COVID that they thought that CBD because of cannabinoids that we already have in our body would be get to treat COVID because it would reduce the inflammation in the lungs. Did you hear anything about that? All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors, here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is right. If you guys don't know, mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love mood. Yeah. Well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Uh, absolutely. And so I, I'm careful to speak on those things because then you're saying people are going to make claims. But for me, it's really simple. CBD really encourages everything in your body just to work better. Uh, Mm -hmm. Now, assuming that it's for you, there are uh, a couple of small rare cases where, you know, your body doesn't respond well to it and your endocannabinoid system, for whatever reason, is really rejecting to certain CBDs. In that scenario, Mm -hmm. I would really try and vet the kind of CBD that you're getting. Um, It's very important that you're getting it from a good source. But either way, absolutely, it's going to make your immune system much stronger. And if you if you were to get it, your immune system is also strong enough to have a better shot at beating it. Yeah, I I, I know they were really researching it as possible, you know, part of a treatment. And I thought that was so cool. I, I, you know, and I think too that when they do come out, uh, you know, for example, aspirin, it's made from the bark of a tree. 
but however, it has like a, you know, a, a very strong list of things that it can help with. Yeah. Um, I believe that CBD and cannabis are going to fall in that same group over the coming years. In mm-hmm. fact, actually have a lot more, a lot more uh, buckets that they fit in. And so if you can live a healthier life when you're, you know, going through these things, you can really avoid, you know, some of the, the end case scenarios and create good habits, whether yeah. it's, whether it's your eating, eating or your activity or whatever that may be. It just I'm really bad at both. <laughs> it stresses me out. Like she is I'm, bad at both. I'm trying to eat healthier. I really am, but I'm really like, I love sugar and it is such a problem. And also I, I walk, but I don't work out. But well, hold on, hold on. I would say that Life's a double-edged sword, so uh-huh. a little bit of bad is always is, is is a necessary evil. And then, and then, secondly, as long as you're trying, then you're probably shopping at good grocery stores. You know, you're I hitting am. the whole. Not always, but I try. Okay. <laughs> but you know who I just there's there's a designer that I've seen her stuff before, and her name's Norma Kamali, and I just read an interview she did. She's now 75, planning her wedding. She found her soulmate at 65. She looks amazing, like stunning. And she literally kind of said the exact same thing. They were like, what is your secret? And she was like, I learned it all from my mom. And it's pretty simple. She goes, it's about being simple, simple things. And she didn't always exercise and didn't always like eat perfect, but she was always trying to be healthy. But I do feel like that is also true is just like, I am trying and, you know, I, I want to do better and I keep challenging myself. And so, I mean, even being self-aware of it is half yeah. the battles done, you know? So you're already 50% there. It's like when you want to work out, if you can just show up to the gym, you're 50% done, you know, and, and you don't have to do a ton, but just being there and then finding a way to do it consistently. Yeah. That's the, that's a challenge in life. I think that everybody has, and you know, myself included is, is being consistently consistent uh, towards the things that make us more of who we really want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's I, great I, advice. I, you know, when you can do that, even if it's just a little bit, you don't got to do a lot of it, but if you can just stay on it a little bit, you know, consistently, it's going to turn out to be a great year for you or a great life for you, whichever you choose. I so. love this conversation. Okay. So, so now more about Josh. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about, we are, we know about the epilepsy and that's kind of what led you to marijuana, but I think yeah. also just what kept you in the business and well, I'm curious, like, how did you make the move into the business side of the cannabis industry? And we have a lot of listeners that I feel like are always looking for advice when it comes to like starting their own business. So any advice you could give on that topic as well, I think would be like greatly appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, that's a question that that I love to answer because I think that um, being a pioneer myself, you either end up with a fat plot of land or you get a nice arrow in the back, you know, uh, that's what pioneers do. And so I love nothing more than to show people the trail and kind of be a Sherpa for them or just help them in general. But one of the things that I did, um, stepping from call the gray market and now to the fully, you know, everything's very legal. Everything's on the up and up. I've been growing cannabis for an extremely long time. Uh, 20 years now. And so uh, the big part of it, the process was, was really just getting engaged with the the local governing authorities. So in Colorado, at the time when I got into it, in order for you to grow cannabis, you had to get your own medical license. Okay, well, I went and got that because I had a qualifying condition. And then step two was, hey, we're going to offer licenses for key players that want to get involved. Okay, well, I had a vision. So now we're talking about the brand, okay, because you always want to begin something with the end in mind. And so for me, the our the vision for, for the companies that, that I was building at the time, and it's definitely evolved. It can turn into a moving target. That's okay. Um, but the vision for it was to really have something that stood out as far as quality, 
but also had integrity. Uh, I believe that to be socially responsible in today's world is is a big feat for a lot of companies, uh, yeah. especially in a, it's a very socially irresponsible world. Mm-hmm. And so we created a process behind what we were doing, and that really allowed us to stick out like a sore thumb. And what I mean by that is a lot of people that step into cannabis, the biggest myth in cannabis is, oh, I have a license to grow cannabis. I have a license to print money. It's the exact opposite. You have a license to lose a lot of money. And because of that, uh, a lot of people will hire their, their buddy they bought bags from in high school. You know, that has got four lights in their basement. And unfortunately, that's a recipe for disaster because that individual, when you have four lights in your basement, you can take care of everything, harvest everything, you name it. That's your garden. But, you know, I'm at my facility now in my in my garden now. I've got, you know, over 400 lights here. So to be able to do that, I have to have processes and procedures, SOPs that say, hey, if we're cutting clones, we cut clones on this day. If we're going to be harvesting, this is when we harvest here. This is the this is the staff we have for that and literally everything in between. So that's a huge part of it is creating processes for what you're doing. And now if you don't have those, the uh, a big part of what I'm doing right now as well is creating partnerships across the U.S. with people that want to get into the space but don't know how from a growing perspective but are significant cannabis advocates. And they also have a little bit of political pull where they're from because it, it is key to know the people that you're asking for a license from. And they do have lottery pools. And if you're lucky enough to get, get it in a lottery pool, then fantastic. You just want to make sure that you can do well with that license. And that's where more often than not our processes and procedures can help you. And then I would recommend, I love getting behind brands and helping people do really well for themselves. It's because there's a ton of profit here if you know what you're doing and you have a way to give back. I'm always curious. I'm like, cool. What are you going to do with that? Because I see a lot of people in this world that honestly have in businesses have significant profit margins, but really aren't actively involved in giving back. Um, yeah. And so for, for, for us, that's something that is very uh, forward thinking and something that we're, we try to stay on top of. What is our community impact? And so for any business that I'm a part of and what we're working on big time now is to be a true B corporation. And so what that is, is it means that you value your community impact, your staff and your culture more than your profit and it's it's wild uh if you can do that profits will rain yeah yeah, i don't know if you remember like tom shoes back in the day i had people that were buying tom shoes they didn't even wear them they were just knowing (laughs) if they bought yeah you know some kid in an unfortunate situation was going to get some tom shoes yeah so we need to build more companies like that especially when you've got let's face it big pharma big tobacco big alcohol big cannabis is next yeah it is and so if you can get the right people that are going to steer this ship with the true heartbeat of let's do good for the world. And no better way to do that than with cannabis because A, your profits are awesome. But B, that's like the whole point of using cannabis is to de-stress, to wind down, to maybe not take life so seriously. Exactly. <laughs> and I just feel like too, like you're saying, I don't know. It's also just, I, I've never been a girl that drank I just alcohol I just don't like it but and and, and I just feel like when people like go too far with alcohol they're usually angry and punching walls and it's like that cannabis is such like it just is so such a levy drug like you love like you want to have conversation you want to hang you want like you're so engaged with people as well and I think that's one of the things I really love about it couldn't agree more. The ability to connect when you're, yeah. you know, when you're using cannabis, you can really enjoy it. And as yeah. long as you're responsible with it, like I said, it's not for everybody, but I do think that if it's for you, you know, I, I encourage you to do it. You know, exactly. I, I've never heard of anybody getting too stoned and going home and, and uh, doing something they regret. Uh, exactly. 
you know. It's so true. So, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I really enjoy. I have really started exploring different CBD, like topicals, skincare, body products, and we got to try your wife's new line, the Plant Love Naturals. Yes, I'm, I'm yes. serious. I'm so obsessed with it. I love the product. I love the packaging. I love the branding. I really, truly love it all. And I'm obsessed uh, with it. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, that company was very, very, you notice how we were really late to start on that one, um, simply because it's a passion project. And lately, I haven't really wanted to start a business unless the product I'm creating doesn't exist yet. Mm. Then we want to do it. And so people are like, Josh, a million CBD brands out there. What are you talking about, buddy? Sure. And it really comes down to the products behind Plant Love. Um, the formulation and all of those key components were developed over the last full year. We had so many you know, extremely smart minds working behind it from the chemist uh, that formulated it to, and then more importantly, the sourcing of the CBD was really important. Uh, CBD plant and cannabis plants, they're both bioaccumulators. So what they do is they pull everything out of the soil that's around them. So in certain parts of like Asia, for example, they'll plant hemp fields in radiation spill spots mm -hmm. simply because it'll pull it all out of the ground, which is really important. It can be very helpful, but if you're not careful, when they're, when they're growing these, for example, they replace a really big tobacco field in the Midwest with a ton of hemp. Unfortunately, there's a lot of heavy metals in there. And those are all getting pulled out as well and put into the hemp. And there's, uh. they're extracting that. And that's going in there as well because there's not a lot of regulation yet to pull that out. Mm -hmm. And so right now, what was extremely important for us was to get fully USDA certified. So all the fields were kind of vetted by myself. <laughs> I went to go check out, make sure that everything was getting done really well in a clean process. And so... That's why as well, we'll have a very consistent product and the products themselves are, I mean, that's the CBD I use for my epilepsy. That's, that's, that's why I, I, you know, I, that helps me with my balance incredibly. But, mm -hmm. but one of those things too, where it can replace a lot of things. I didn't realize just how much it can help with a woman's beauty line. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, as well as the, uh, you know, like you said, that roll on product. I'm obsessed with the uh, lotion that has, I, I know it has Arnica in it, which is something yes. I, I love Arnica. Um, oh, yeah. does, and does it also, is it menthol that's in it? That has that smell. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It has a little bit of menthol, a little bit of peppermint. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm yeah, obsessed yeah. with it. I literally like bathe myself in that stuff. I oh. love it so much. She oh, does. And honestly, I, I love I love it too. We've totally switched from you to your wife, but literally no, talk about it, Nani. She's, she's my better half. Let's yeah. It is good. so good. And I'm really picky. Like I've, I use the same boring thing all the time and try stuff new and I never like it. I'm obsessed with every product. It is like my skin feels so good. Yeah. And we, we get sent a lot of products. I know yeah. I do. Like I get sent more beauty products than I know what to do with. And I I've tried that. a lot of CBD products. These, I'm telling you, they're by far my favorite ones I've tried. And I'm not just saying that. Like, Mom too. You ladies are the best. We had a we had a couple other people that were they were using it, like my my mother, for example, and she's really big on her beauty line. Is like some of the most expensive stuff you can get. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mom, just give it a try. You know, take the Pepsi challenge here. Let's see what's going mm -hmm. on. And she's like, this beats all of my products, and she just loves it too. And I'm like, yes, this is perfect because my mom's gonna be honest with me, and I know you ladies would too. Yeah. Oh, you know, I love you know. it. I and really so, love it. That's fantastic. Like and it so, is so good. That's I I love hearing this. So one of the key parts of this, uh, because it, it does it is so effective and it does work, is because we we put terpenes in it. So the terpenes essentially. So you have, and we also we didn't just isolate it. 
CBD isolate is just going to be CBD, okay? That's like that's like making some pancakes without syrup or bacon. You're like, come on, now we're missing something here. Yeah. So for, for us with CBD, now what we did is we did a full spectrum extract there. And so that's pulling everything out. That's the CBD, the CBG, the CBN, the THC. Every, and now, of course, we keep it under the legal limit. And then we also, we reintroduced USDA certified. We're the first company to do this, organic terpenes. And so the way it works is the... The CBD is the vehicle. It's the shell of the vehicle, okay? The THC is the engine to move it, all right? But the terpenes are the wheels. And so when you put those three together, it, it allows you to move through your body with a pace that an isolate could never match. And then also at that same point, it's just as much more effective because it directly communicates with that endocannabinoid system that we all have. So whenever you can lean on plants for a solution, a natural solution, Myself being someone that's taking a lot of pills because of my epilepsy, I'm a big fan towards plants. Well, that's one of the reasons I started using cannabis was because I was on a tour bus that burnt down to the ground in like three minutes and we got off like just in time. And so I wasn't able to sleep on buses and like we were on in the middle of a yeah. tour. And so somebody gave me Ambien because I literally could not lay down and go to sleep at night in the bus. And I hated to even start taking Ambien, but it, like I kind of was forced to because I could not sleep. And I felt like teetotal crap. Like I course, was yeah, groggy. Up, like... Everything about it was terrible. Yeah. And Miley was like, mom, this is ridiculous. Like you're, you're tired all day. Like, why would you not use a plant instead of a chemical? And at that moment, I was like, oh, that is so true. <laughs> like, that makes so much sense. Because um, I had always been so against it. And so I tried it, and it, it did. It just relaxed me, helped me sleep. I wasn't anxious about the bus ride. I love that story. I love yeah. that. Have you had a chance to try the Sweet Dreams yet? I haven't. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so the Sweet Dreams are actually really effective as well. There's no hangover because, yeah, the Ambien kind of almost keeps you in a dream state even after you wake up for a couple hours because it just it, it owns awful. your mind, you know. It's wild. I want to give it a try. Me yeah, too, please. Like yeah. So just, just do like one dropper under the tongue and mm -hmm. maybe swish it around your mouth for a few seconds. And okay. Swallow it down with some water. You're good. Now, if, if, uh, if you like that and it's effective, you can try two. Sometimes I'll do as many as three, but I've also been taking CBD for a long time. So uh -huh. I don't want to suggest that, but you'll be fine with one. That's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. And which yeah. is also amazing about this CBD is like, it's not like you're going to hurt yourself if you take three. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> no, I would argue you could take three, take four. You're going to be fine. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, I had some wild dreams, you know, <laughs> which is yeah. cool. You know, I, know I that... never dream ever. What? I just sleep through the night. I'd never wake up and, and think and remember like having dreams ever. Not even if you like sleep in big time. Sometimes if I sleep in too much, I wake up. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> what, you don't sleep in? I live on a farm with lots of animals and there is no sleeping in when there are oh, animals awesome. to feed. I want to go. What kind of animals do you have? Horses, pigs, donkeys, mini horses. Oh, a yeah. A cow is so, my next venture. So <laughs> my cow. my daughter, my 12-year-old daughter, Jaslyn, she is just in love with horse riding. And so we do, we're always, we're always over at the ranch. Love, love, love farm animals. Wait, um, where I'm, are you? I'm in Colorado, uh, just in, in Golden. Just uh, between Denver and the mountains is yeah. where Golden sits. I know right and where so, that yeah. is. I yeah. lived in Denver for about eight months uh, oh, really? a, few, a few years ago. 
I miss it so much. Um, it, it was so beautiful. Uh, I loved it too. I love it it's, so much. It's, it's fun. You know, it, it's wild. You can have a cold front come in in mm-hmm. some random month and then it can be just be beautiful the next day. And so like that was last week was sub-zero. Today was like 55. It was just oh. a gorgeous day. <laughs> so, how, yeah. how long have you been in Colorado? So I'm kind of a, can't say I'm a native, but I got here as soon as I could. I was born in Kauai, um, wow. in Hawaii. And then moved moved around a bunch as a kid. And then uh, college, I went to up to Breckenridge, where I went to Colorado Mountain College and really just played a lot, snowboarded a ton, and started one of my first businesses up there uh, selling T-shirts. <laughs> and then from Breckenridge is really where I, I kind of wrote the book and learned all the processes behind how we cultivate in the garden. And then I moved to Denver and started growing in warehouses. And uh, Wow. And then, yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, speaking of, so how long ago did you wrote the book? It's Three Alight? Yeah. Yep, three, three Alight. Yeah. I, want, I can't wait to read it. So does it talk in the book about ha- how amateurs get into the business or get into growing? Yeah. So it kind of, what I wanted to do was make this a, there really hasn't ever been a guide for how to grow cannabis from A to Z, like to start to finish. If you wanted to learn how to grow cannabis from A to Z, you'd have to kind of Google some articles and then like maybe grab a a couple high times and try and patch some articles together out of there and give you your best shot. And so the industry average is about 35 to 40 grams per square foot, which breaks out to about one pound of light, maybe a pound and a half of light. And the lights are in your garden. You're going to have, depending on how many rooms you have or how big your facility is, an average garden in my facility is going to be about 32 lights. And so what that would mean is if there were 30 lights in the room and you pulled a pound and a half of light, you're going to pull 45 pounds of flour. Well, when we're growing, because we got, we've been doing this for a long time, you know, we're growing more like three or four pounds of light. So now all of a sudden we're someone else is growing and it's costing them a thousand dollars a pound to grow this and they're growing 45 pounds off of 30 lights we're growing 90 to 120 pounds off those same 30 lights and our efficiency is on a different level which allows for you know a more product for the for the market and b much more efficiently grown product and uh, when you can also have plants that are that happy and can perform that way um, quality goes hand in hand as well. So the quality is top shelf, which is. So do, do you grow cool. and supply to other brands? So I do. And I also, we grow and supply to, uh, to the dispensaries. Now there's not very many brands in cannabis at all right now. And if there are brands, it's usually around manufactured products. So like, let's say Lowell. Um, yeah, Lowell, that's a brand. So ha- there's not a ton of brands? So the brands that are there are usually around manufactured processes. And so we all know that brands require consistency. It doesn't matter where in the world you go. If you pulled up to a McDonald's, you would know what a Big Mac tasted like before you even bit into it. Now, yep. when it comes to manufactured processes, you're essentially, you're squeezing the product. You're, you're, you're making an extract out of it. Um, it's, an, it's, a, it's a process where you literally hit the button on the machine and it, it, it'll handle it for you. So it's very easy to have consistent throughput. Now, what I'm referring to is there's very little branded flour. There's very little, little branded flour because, you know, let's face it, when you're, when you're building these big cultivations without the right processes and procedures, um, you're going to have a very hard time achieving consistent throughput. And so that's where people still need to figure that out to brand more flour. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, Candescent, Lowell, Lowell has a, a great brand out of California. They do a great job. They work with a, a handful of outdoor farmers that are incredibly well, uh, incredibly good at what they do. So, so are, are, do you grow for your own brand of flour? I do. Yep. Is that plant love as well? No, so Plant Love is just going to be a CBD company. Okay. And, uh, so so Plant Love can ship throughout the U.S. and throughout the world. Okay. Because uh, it's, it's CBD, and the THC that is in there is below the legal threshold, so it's totally Got fine it. across state lines. Now, my brand in Colorado is Artsy, and that brand can only, can only and, and Threolite, 
um, that those brands have to stay in the state. They don't. So mm. for me to go, that's why I have partners in other states. Like for mm-hmm. example, if you wanted to get a, something going to Nashville, I'd say, okay, perfect. We'll set it up. We'll get the we'll get the grow all set up. We'll plug in our processes and procedures. Okay, mm-hmm. and then at that point, we'll go ahead and make sure that we can then sell there in Tennessee for right. um, because it's in the state. It's grown in the state and it can't leave state lines. Now, pretty soon, once we're all grown ups and we can have a discussion about how it's okay for cannabis to cross state lines and the federal government can, uh, they're, they're working on it. We got to get some things out of the Senate that are currently in the Senate, but that, that'll, that'll all move through. And there's going to be some really good things coming around cannabis sooner than later. I'm excited for that. It's amazing. Well, I've learned a ton. (laughs) I want to learn more. I truly have learned a lot during this interview. Honestly, next time you go to Colorado brand, I'm coming with you so I can go see what it's doing in person. Absolutely. that you, I, I gotta take you up on that case. So next time you're here, I want we call it we call it the uh, the Wonka tour. So we'll, we'll, I'd love to give you a tour of the facility. I'd love to show you what we're doing here, kind of walk you through it. Okay, so I'm gonna take you up on this so I can come and hang out and learn all about it. So oh, that'd be great, Tish. Heck yeah, Brandy, you gotta come too. Oh, <laughs> I, trust me. Any chance I get to go to Denver, I'm there. Hey, yeah. did you girls have a, have a good time at the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was super it was fun. How about that? Tom's such a stud. Oh, I was I like, know. oh boy. Can you, know, you what even a, what a, believe that? Just an amazing classic leadership uh, story for him to, you know, uh, New England's like, hey, we're going to step away. He's like, no problem. Trophies follow me. I'll see you later. Such <laughs> a ballsy move, too. Just yeah. like, okay. But like, honestly, you know, it, I had even said, I was like, oh, I'd love to let somebody else win one day. But honestly, to see this guy at his age. Yeah. Like a totally different place, mm-hmm. totally different team, the whole thing. And he wins yep. the Super Bowl again. <laughs> I mean, like, it's incredible. You know, and I, I, I love Mahomes. He's a stud too. You know, it, it was, a, it was uh, the goat versus the kid, but um, yep. it was, uh, it was a great matchup. And it looked like you girls are having a good time. And Miley crushed the, uh, the TikTok. Um, she really did. Everything. I Doing so somebody, good with this new album. Really cool. Yeah, and and yeah. I, I read somewhere that somebody said, it was so great that Molly brought rock and roll back to the Super Bowl, you know, and I, and it's true. Like it was really fun to see that type of a show there. I, I would say more than just the Super Bowl. She brought it back. Thank like, you. Not just the Super it. Bowl. I was like, this is so great. Good. I was so proud of her. Cause you know, more often than not, you you can see situations not go a good direction as careers can just, you know, can crush. And she just has found a way to really reinvent herself and uh, do a great job with that. Well, so. thanks for saying that. And she's going to love this because, you know, honestly, I feel like it's the most she's been who she really is at like, she auditioned for Hannah Montana with I Love Rock, Rock and Roll because of Joan Jett when she was 12. <laughs> and yes. so for me to see her really now, just be like, I'm going to do what I want and that's who I am and kind of come out and, you know, as, an adult is so awesome. So I love it. Right on. Well, ladies, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in Denver. Looking forward to it. All right. Bye-bye. What a sweetheart. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Can't wait to go to Colorado. I cannot wait. I'm loving, loving Josh and his whole philosophy on life and just everything we talked about. Mm -hmm. So super cool, dude. Very loved it. All right, stoners. I love you, but I've just got to (laughs) go. I got to go watch Nashville. Oh, brother. You're like a decade behind. You know I that. I know. I know. I really am. But I love it. Okay. Well, and then I got, I got big plans. This for uh-huh. tonight and Monday night, The Bachelor. The Batch, baby. Oh, one more thing. Just a little off limits here. Mm. Have you watched Nomadland? No. 
Okay. So honestly, Frances McDermott, whatever she does, she is just so brilliant. And so I watched it because everybody's been talking about it, just how great it is and how great she is. And it was good. It was, it's pretty slow and it is really depressing. It is really depressing, but it is, she is honestly brilliant in it. She really, really is. That's going to be me. Like it her, like it's insane because it's all about her husband passes away and the town that she works in, like it reminds me a lot of where I'm from, the plant shuts down. And so basically the entire town shuts down and isn't even there anymore. Like literally the town is gone. And so without her husband, she literally can't afford to live a normal way anymore. And so she starts, she decks out her van herself and she starts living in her van on the road. Wow. And so it's her journey and it's, it's pretty incredible. But anyway, so that's great. And that's about it. All right. Well, uh, next week, I'll be coming at you live from Gulfport, Mississippi. That's right. Because I'm going horse showing again for two weeks. It's called Gulfport. Does that mean there's an ocean there? Yeah, it's on the Gulf. I tried to invite you. It's literally on the Gulf? It's on the Gulf. Wow, that's amazing. Love y'all. Don't forget to call and leave us some Dear MT questions on the voicemail. It's our favorite segment. Can't do it without y'all. The phone number to call is 818-839-0534. Or if you don't live in the U.S., you can send us a voice memo in an Instagram DM, and we can also play your questions that way. Yeah. All right. Well, love y'all. Love y'all. See you next week. Bye, stoners. Bye. Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.